Welcome to the Real Estate Guys radio program. I'm your host, Robert Helms. As much as we love real estate, we also keep our eyes on other economic metrics. And today, we're in New Orleans, Louisiana at the 45th Annual New Orleans Investment Conference. And boy, do we have a bunch of great guests for you. We'll talk gold, mining, the Fed, the economy, and lots more today on the Real Estate Guys radio program. Are you achieving everything you want in life? What if there was a time-tested way for you to get everything you've dreamed of? The most successful people in life set goals and keep themselves accountable. But how? The good news is that it's not rocket science. You too can learn the skills and unleash the motivation that will create success in your life. And now is the time. Hi, this is Robert Helms, and I'd like to personally invite you to attend Create Your Future, the 2020 Goals Retreat, January 17th to 19th in beautiful Lake Las Vegas, Nevada. This unique weekend has been called phenomenal, inspirational, and life-changing by the thousands of people that have attended. Hear from some of them and find out more at realestateguysradio.com under events or call 888-489-7723, extension 18. Get your life back on track physically, spiritually, and financially. Attend the 2020 Goals Retreat on the third weekend of the new year. Click events at realestateguysradio.com to register. This is no dress rehearsal. Live the life you were meant to. Visit realestateguysradio.com or call 888-489-7723, extension 18, today. Welcome to the Real Estate Guys radio program. This week, we are in New Orleans for the 45th Annual New Orleans Investment Conference. It's going to be an amazing time with lots of great guests today. Russell Gray, unfortunately, unable to make the event this year, but sitting in, our co-host for the day, it's Peter Schiff. How are you? I am well. How are you? Good. You're no stranger to podcasting, so this will be easy for you. Hey, this is a conference you've been to a long time. Why do you keep coming back to the uh, New Orleans conference? Well, they keep inviting me. But, That's a good start. Uh, no, I, you know, we love New Orleans. It's a great place to come visit. There's good people at this conference. The attendees are you know, a lot of my kind of guys, right? It's a gold conference. That's yep. the basics of it. So there's a lot of people that understand sound money and gold. There's a lot of free market, libertarian-oriented uh, people at the conference. And this is the 45th year they've been doing it. So it goes back to the 70s, right? It got created during a time when there was a lot of inflation, at least that people, people perceived it. Now there's inflation that people don't recognize. But people were buying gold and we were going through stagflation. And we're going through that again. So, right. you know, this is, you know, th this this conference is going to come back in style. At some point, we're going to come here and it's going to be crowded. Well, right? the last few years, gold has been down. So this has been down. Now, all of a sudden, gold is up. And so people are saying, wait a minute, things are going on. When gold is up, that could mean a lot of things. You shared some of your thoughts on the stage. What do you think is going on? Yeah, well, you know, first of all, people don't really appreciate the fact that gold has been going up. I mean, when this, you know, century began or millennia, right, you know, 2001, Gold was under 300. So it's now over 1,500. Yeah. That's a five-fold increase. That's a greater increase than the Dow or the S&P over those years. Yeah. And even uh, gold did have a bear market from 2011 to 2000, the end of 2015 when we went down from 1,900 to 1,050. But since the bottom of that, we're up 50% yeah. over the last four years or so. That's not bad. Now, maybe the S&P has done a little bit better, but, you know, I think the S&P is, you know, topping out. I think we're, you know, getting ready for another big leg down there, whereas gold is really just starting uh, to rise. We're well below the highs, right, that 1900 high. Uh, so we've got a pretty good ways to go just to get back there. 
But I don't think it's going to stop there. I think we're going a lot higher. Uh, silver as well, right? Silver went up to 50 bucks, but you know it started uh, the millennia in 2001. It was three or four dollars. Yeah. So it's 18 bucks now. That's still a pretty good rise. It's not 50 where it got to. Uh, but this is still a bull market. And, and the reason it's a bull market is because it's a bear market in fiat currencies. Right. You know, these central banks are creating inflation. They're printing a lot of money. They've got interest rates at zero or negative in some parts of the world. And the central bankers are telling everybody that we are our deliberate policy is to destroy the value of your savings. That, you know, we want prices to go up every year. And if they don't go up enough, we're going to make sure they do by printing even more money. And we don't want savers to have a positive return. We want you to lose money on your savings. And so what else are you going to do? You, you can't save. Right. Uh, but so you hold gold instead. And, you know, gold is uh, an interesting thing because not everybody understands it. In fact, the average uh, person in America owns less than one ounce of any metal. So it's really not everybody that owns gold. But at the conference here, you not only have people that sell gold, coins and gold bars, but you have producers of gold. Talk about that side of the industry. Yeah, well, the gold miners, I think there's an incredible investment opportunity in gold mining stocks because this whole sector has been overlooked by Wall Street because they've been so bearish on gold for so long. And, you know, since gold prices haven't nearly risen as much as the cost of mining, which is kind of odd. It's like gold companies have been a victim of inflation when you would normally think that they would benefit from inflation, right? Mm -hmm. But because people haven't perceived the existence of inflation, they haven't been buying gold as a hedge. Yeah. But the cost of mining has gone way up because of inflation. Right. And so that's been eroding away the profits of these gold mining companies. But when I think the price of gold really catches up to where it should be, there's going to be some huge margins in their businesses. And all of a sudden, mines that weren't even in production because it wasn't even profitable to pull the gold out of the ground, all of a sudden, those mines are going to come into production. And the mines that are producing are going to be much more profitable because the costs aren't going to go up nearly as much as the price of the gold that they're mining. And so I think if investors really want to you know, hit the home runs in this next crisis, if you want to buy the 10-baggers, the 50-baggers, even stocks that could go up 100 times, I think those potentials exist in the junior mining space. Uh, so, you know, I mean, obviously there's risk. I mean, this is not a sure thing. But if I was going to gamble, and I am, uh, this is where I would place my bets because I think you've got the most upside potential relative to your downside. I mean, I mean, you can't lose 20 times your money or 100 times your money. The most you can lose is all your money. But most of these gold stocks aren't going to zero. Right. I mean, some of the small ones could. But, you know, if you have a diversified portfolio and you have some of the major mining companies, these companies have been around 50, 100 years. They're not going out of business. You're not going to lose everything. But they could go up a lot. Uh, and so, you know, although I don't think that people should try to pick the stocks themselves because it's a very specialized business. Right. I don't even do it myself. I hired Adrian Day to manage my gold fund because I don't even know enough about gold stocks to pick them. Yeah, well, Adrian's here and he manages your gold fund, uh, one of the top performing gold funds there is. Um, talk about that. How, yeah. How's an opportunity to get involved that direction? Yeah, so Euro Pacific Gold Fund, EPGFX, is the symbol for the load shares. You can buy the shares no load too at Schwab and Fidelity. You got to get, you know, you got to find the right class yeah. if you don't want to pay the load. Uh, but, um, you know, even if you pay the load, we, we're still the number one fund, even with the load, yeah. right? We outperformed all of our competitors, including, you know, the no-load ones, even with the load, by a long shot. We also have separately managed accounts, too, where you can have a, a, a portfolio at your Pacific Asset Management that Adrian manages 
that is all gold stocks. And he'll manage a separately managed account for you if you'd rather not be part of a mutual fund. But either one, you know, you're going to get that management. And of course, we also have managed accounts that are not in gold stocks because, you know, the, the, the risk is that if I'm wrong, and I guess there's a possibility that I'm wrong. I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm discounting it personally, but let's say there's a possibility. <laughs> if that were to happen. Yes. Well, because if I'm wrong, the gold stocks can go way down, right? And so if you make too big a bet on gold stocks, you could be in trouble. But I think if, even if I'm wrong, but if you buy non-gold stocks, good quality companies in solid countries around the world, and you buy good companies at good value and you get good dividends, even if I'm completely wrong, you still could do really well. Uh, but if I am right, those stocks will still go way up. I mean, much more than the U.S. stock market. They just won't go up as much as gold stocks if I'm right. But they won't go down as much if I'm wrong. In fact, they probably won't go down at all if I'm wrong. Over time, they'll go up. So you can still make it. You can have an insurance policy, but you don't have to pay a premium. There's Peter Schiff. We're looking forward to hearing from lots of folks today as we're at the New Orleans Investment Conference. We'll talk a little real estate, but mostly we'll talk about the resources. Glad you're here. I'm your host, Robert Helms. Live nationwide, you're listening to The Real Estate Guys. Find out more at realestateguysradio.com. When it comes to successful rental property investing, it pays to be picky. Pick the right markets, pick profitable properties, and pick great property management. That's easier said than done, but we've got great news. Jerry Kerr and his rock star team at Mid-South Homebuyers are going strong in Memphis, Tennessee, and Little Rock, Arkansas, too. So for a top-notch turnkey single-family home rental property, whether you're a new investor or have a large portfolio already, pick Terry Kerr and Mid-South for a truly A-plus investing experience. To learn more, send an email to Mid-South at realestateguysradio.com. That's Mid-South at realestateguysradio.com. If you've been listening to the Real Estate Guys for a while, then you've heard about the legendary Investor Summit. Simply put, it's the highest level event we do, and the content, faculty, and attendees are amazing. If you're serious about taking your real estate investment to the next level, consider joining us. You'll spend more than a week with like-minded investors, world-class educators, and real-world professionals, and you'll have a blast. It all begins June 11th, 2020 in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Visit realestateguysradio.com and click the tab that says Summit to learn more and get on the advance notice list. We'll spend two and a half days on land, learning and networking, then jump aboard a luxury cruise ship for more classes, roundtable discussions, great dinner conversations, and a ton of fun. Go to realestateguysradio.com and click Summit and make plans to hang out with the Real Estate Guys and an all-star faculty on the 18th Annual Investor Summit at Sea. Hi, this is Simon Black from Sovereignman.com, and you're listening to The Real Estate Guys. And welcome back to The Real Estate Guys radio program heard every weekend on this great radio station all the time at realestateguysradio.com. We're in New Orleans for the 45th annual New Orleans Investment Conference. Let's meet a man who has been at a whole bunch of these. Welcoming back to The Real Estate Guys after about an eight-year break, Mr. Rick Rule, how are you? Nice to be with you. Thank you. Yes, good to have you back. Now, uh, your area of expertise, of course, is in mining and that's a whole wide area. And a lot of our listeners understand that, well, you know, gold and, and silver and things come out of the ground, which is real estate in a way. But I think they think of gold and silver as little coins that you hold. But there's a whole bunch that happens before that happens. Well, certainly that's true. You have to find the gold that becomes those little coins. You have to, in particular, permit and finance the construction of a mine. You have to operate a mine. And uh, these days, mercifully, when the gold is gone, you have to responsibly close that mine so it doesn't uh, do harm to the environment after you've left it. 
But as you point out, uh, it isn't as simple as scratching in the ground and pulling up a coin. Well, it's not. In fact, one of the things I've learned coming to this conference over the years is that there's a lot more losers and winners in this business. That's correct. Any speculative activity. When you think about mineral exploration, really what you should think about is technology. You're answering some unanswered question. And the successes in mining are about the same as the successes in high-tech venture capital. That is to say, most ventures ultimately fail. The way the business works, if you do it well, is that your successes, which are fewer, amortizes your failures, which are many. A success can give you a 20 to 1 return, while a prudent failure costs you 25% on the downside. Right. 25% loss is no fun, but if you offset a few of those against a 200% or 2,000% win, you understand that they amortize over time. And your talk, you kept uh, emphasizing the high quality nature, and that's a big part of this. Real estate investors know this. Yeah. The best of the best performs better over time. Getting a fair deal on a great piece of property beats getting a great deal on a fair piece of property unless you are absolutely superb at adding value. And that's true in any investment. In the gold mining business, what you learn is that when gold mining stocks move, they have tremendous upside. In the nine moves that I've seen in 40 years following psychotic downside breaks like we saw this time, the moves have been between 200% and 1,200% to the upside. The point of that is don't try to beat the market too much by taking many risks. Just participate in the market. And in the beginning of the market, buy the best companies to avoid making mistakes. Yeah, great advice. Now, for folks that are thinking, well, this could be an interesting way to play the gold market. Gold is up, and therefore, you've got all these mining companies at various stages, you know, junior miners who are hoping to have fines and, and, the, and the majors. How do you put all that together and decide what is quality? Well, the answer changes investor to investor, probably. What we find is that most investors who even believe that gold is going to go up don't only gold itself. And we think that in a period of negative interest rate environments or extremely low nominal interest rate environments, that people begin a gold portfolio by actually owning some gold. Prudent real estate investors who have locked in their cost of capital uh, and play the delta between return on capital employed and cost of capital are less ravaged by inflation than, say, bondholders are. But people with big municipal bond portfolios need to begin by owning some physical gold. After that, I would suggest going with the royalty and streaming companies, names like Franco Nevada, Wheat and Precious. These are companies with 70% operating margins. Think about that in real estate terms. Yeah. Pretty spectacular. Uh, companies that have growing reserves and revenues rather than companies that are cannibalizing their existing asset bases. Companies that are proven capital allocators. We're talking about people in this context like uh, Barrick uh, and certainly Agnico Eagle. The high quality companies. Too many people at a show like this uh, try to get themselves involved in a 25 cent stock that they think could go to $10, which is okay after you've established a basis in the best of the best companies. But in a move where your upside in relatively short term is between 200% and 1200% if past as prologue, buying the best of the market while de-risking your selection is the place that you should start. Good stuff. Well, hey, give us a minute to talk about uh, what you guys do at Sprott Global. Well, Sprott does a variety of things. We 
manage or administer billions of dollars, all in the natural resource investment space. We uh, have a business here in the United States that manages money or acts as boutique brokers for investors who are interested in natural resources. The way we like to start our relationship with people who don't know us is ask them to submit their, on a no-obligation basis, natural resource portfolio to us. If you email us at rankings, R-A-N-K-I-N-G-S, at SprottGlobal.com, your natural resource portfolios, name and symbol in text, we will rank them and comment on those where appropriate and send them back to you by return email. Absolutely no obligation. We'll give you something before we ask you to do anything. It's awesome. You've been doing this for years. We've had lots of folks that have taken advantage of that, and uh, that is a pretty cool service, my friend. Now, you guys do a conference uh, in the summer. Tell us about that. Delighted that you mentioned that. We believe it's the finest resource investment conference in the world. It takes place in the end of July in Vancouver, British Columbia. Two reasons for that. Vancouver is the epicenter of speculative natural resource exploration companies. And Vancouver at the end of July is sublime. Yeah. Uh, it's where the sea meets the mountains. Uh, so you have six, 7,000 feet peaks right next to the harbor. The sky is blue. Uh, it's just a truly spectacular place. We work our attendees very hard. It's a four-day-long conference. Starts at 7 o'clock in the morning. Let's out at 6 at night. But despite the fact that you've taken in a lot of information, you've worked hard, make sure you go out and have some fun in Vancouver. Good stuff. Well, Rick, it's always great to uh, catch up with you at the conferences. I'm glad we got you back on the air. Uh, pleasure is all mine. I look forward to seeing you in Vancouver. There's Rick Rule. More from the Real Estate Guys when we come back. You're tuned to the Real Estate Guys radio program. I'm your host, Robert Helms real estate investment advice right in your mailbox. Sign up for the free Real Estate Guys newsletter at realestateguysradio.com. Hey, it's Robert Helms. Thanks so much for listening to the show today. I want to personally invite you to come see an amazing real estate market that combines excellent cash flow, offshore diversification, and what we affectionately call lifestyle investing. Come join me from February 7th to 10th in the beautiful country of Belize. The Real Estate Guys have been bringing investors to Belize for more than 14 years now, and our discovery trip is designed to show you the market like nobody else can. Sure, Belize is breathtakingly beautiful, the people are wonderful, and wait till you taste the food. But the real opportunity is the real estate investment potential. 2018 was the biggest year in tourism Belize has ever witnessed, and this year will likely beat it. How does that translate to real estate investment? That's what you have to come see. There's all types of opportunity in Belize when it comes to real estate investing, including both long and short-term rentals, commercial and retail triple net properties, business opportunities, land acquisition, development, agriculture, and more. And as the only country in Latin America with English as its official language, it's easy to understand the law. Property rights are strong and contracts are in English. And in Ambergris Key, a unique situation exists where demand for rentals continues to outstrip supply, creating a compelling environment for investors. So come see for yourself. Join me February 7th through 10th in Ambergris Key, Belize, as we study the market, learn about the sustainable drivers, and tour lots of beautiful real estate. And like all of our field trips, there are no properties for sale during the weekend. Rather, you'll meet lots of local providers that will help educate you about the market so that you can follow up with them after the trip if the market is interesting to you. You've heard about Belize on the Real Estate Guys for all these years. Now come see what all the excitement is about. Plus, we'll have lots of time over meals and activities to talk about all things real estate. 
And we'll have a very special guest. Super syndicator Dave Zook will join us to share how he's raised more than $150 million in the last five years and why he loves Belize. To get the details, go to the website at realestateguysradio.com and click on events where you'll find the Belize Discovery Trips. Once you register, you'll get information about our group hotel rates as well as travel details. So join me in Belize, February 7th through 12th, 2020. It's a beautiful country with lots of amazing possibilities and the only thing missing is you. Go to realestateguysradio.com under events. I look forward to seeing you in beautiful Belize. Hi, I'm Mark Victor Hans. You're listening to The Real Estate Guys. If you want to expand your consciousness, expand your wealth, expand your future, and have more delight and excite in your future than in your past, keep listening to The Real Estate Guys. Welcome back to The Real Estate Guys radio program. We're at the New Orleans Investment Conference, the oldest and longest-running investment conference in the United States, year 45. We come to this because we learn a ton and we meet awesome people. Let's say hello to one of them. Welcome back to The Real Estate Guys radio show, Danielle D. Martino Booth. How are you? I'm great, thank you. How are you today? I'm good. I understand you're still fed up. I am still fed up. I, I thought that Jay Powell was going to be a change agent, and I'm clearly incorrect. So your book is amazing. It's called Fed Up, Why the uh, Federal Reserve is Bad for America, and yet you were an insider. You worked at the Fed, so you have kind of a unique perspective on this. I, I do, and I was kind of able to be there at the advent of taking interest rates to the zero bound of venturing into this grand experiment of blowing up the Fed's balance sheet. All along the way, there were assurances by Bernanke and later by Yellen that this was going to be temporary in nature and that there would be an exit strategy and that they would reduce the size of the balance sheet and that when they did so, it would be like watching quote unquote paint dry. We now know that it's none of those things, so I'm still fed up. Well, and we're so far from the original charter of the Federal Reserve, believe that or not, but it's it's come so far from, from oh, that. We've, we've wandered, we, we haven't wandered, a little, we've wandered clear off the reservation. I mean, mission creep, yeah, I think part of it comes down to the addition in 1977 of the second mandate uh, to maximize uh, employment. And I think that that in many ways has caused policymakers to take on like a godlike in their mind uh, that, that they need to do everything in their power to pull the very last marginal worker off the sidelines. It doesn't matter what we do to monetary policy, we'll just trash interest rates, keep them at zero, blow up the printing presses, whatever it takes to bring that last marginal worker off of the sidelines. And you know what? In America, at least, that should be the, the job of the private sector. So I think the onus is on Congress to reverse that and do as most central banks do in the in the world, and that's to have a single mandate of minimizing inflation and call it a day. Now, we did a show a few weeks back when the whole repo thing came oh, up, and I know you've been watching this like crazy. Yep. Fill us in. What are your thoughts there? Well, I think that there are many things that uh, clearly quantitative tightening was not like watching paint dry, and I, I think that there was a little bit of hubris on the part of Jay Powell and Naivete uh, that he could actually have double tightening taking place, raising interest rates while shrinking the Fed's balance sheet. But in addition to quantitative tightening, currency and circulation around the world has been going up. That pulls an additional amount of reserves out of the financial system. And in addition to that, foreign central banks have been parking a lot of money at the Federal Reserve because they've got negative interest rates at home. So we had not just quantitative tightening, but double that effect of pulling reserves out of the system when you add in what foreign central banks were pulling out in terms of reserves in their own countries in dollars and dollars in circulation increasing also increases reserves. So all of a sudden you've got QT times two 
and the U.S. government resolving the debt ceiling, but at the same time, you know, the Treasury had depleted its checking account at the Fed in the run-up to the, the debt ceiling resolution. So they had to rebuild that balance, the Treasury did, and were running trillion-dollar deficits, and corporations were paying their, their quarterly taxes. But everything I'm telling you, the Federal Reserve should have known. Right. It shouldn't have been this great big shock because they can see if foreign central banks are parking money at the Fed because it happens to be them. And they can see when currency and circulation is rising. So I, I think that the Fed should have better anticipated the amount of reserve depletion such that we didn't have to have this aha moment in markets where we're like, crud, the overnight borrowing costs of the country are 10%. How did that happen? We're going to have to come in with all of these emergency measures. And I think some of it also comes down to the fact that he's got a pure academic who ran the San Francisco Fed running the New York Fed. It's just, it's, it's a disconnect in terms of personality and capability to, bless his heart, to have John Williams running the world's biggest financial system. And when we talk about this, it's not just in the United States, as you always talk about. This is a worldwide thing. There's lots of central banks. How do they interact? What does that picture look like? So, and you know, I, I, get, I get asked this question all the time. Does the Federal Reserve have to follow the European Central Bank down the rabbit hole of negative interest rates? Do we have to go the same way as the Bank of Japan? The, I would say the answer is no. However, it certainly does have an effect on the demand for U.S. Treasuries. So as much as Jay Powell may want to steepen the yield curve and increase the differential between short and long-term rates, as long as they're negative elsewhere, as long as the German Bund or, or Japanese sovereigns are yielding negative, there's going to be the attractiveness of U.S. Treasuries for everybody around the world right. looking for safety and yield. And, and that's the thing, right? It's, the, it's the, I guess, the of all the places you could be, there's not a better place, and yet this isn't going to end well. No. I don't know how it's going to end, but I cannot, there, there's no happy ending here. There can't be. You know, in just a matter of, of weeks, uh, the Federal Reserve has ramped up its own liquidity injection, something that we would have thought was unheard of a year ago. And, you know, we've seen $260 billion added to the Fed's balance sheet. That's a $1.5, $1.6 trillion annualized run rate in what feels like was overnight. Yeah. And, you know, this, this has happened very suddenly, and yet at the same time, we've got stocks at all-time highs. We've got Jerome Powell taking a victory lap, saying that he's engineered a soft landing. How on earth can anybody buy into that if you've got the printing press running 24-7? Yeah, amazing stuff. Well, I know you pay a lot of attention to this, and the last few years you've been sharing this. How can folks find out more about how you watch the markets? Well, so we publish every day, every trading day of the week, we publish the Daily Feather every week for over four years now. I've been publishing the weekly Quill. It's more of an institutional deep dive, but come find me at quillintelligence.com. And if you're bored or if you have insomnia, what, what have you, just follow me on Twitter at Demartino Booth. I will put you to sleep. I'm Very kidding. Prolific. It's always, it's always, it's always interesting. <laughs> and it's always great to have you on the show. Thanks so much for coming back. Appreciate it. Thank There's you. There's Danielle Demartino Booth. We're at the New Orleans Investment Conference. More when we return. In tune to the Real Estate Guys radio program. I'm your host, Robert Helms. Hello, everybody. Uh, David Stockman. Uh, I'm the author of the Contra Corner blog, and you're listening to The Real Estate Guys. Have you thought about adding agricultural real estate to your portfolio? Hey, it's Robert Helms. For years, we've been talking about the various ways to capitalize from the impending calorie crunch by investing in land that yields productive crops. The concept is sound. The need is proven. 
and it can be a great way to diversify by both product type and market. If that sounds interesting to you, consider joining me on a live opportunity tour to Panama and Paraguay this December. We'll learn firsthand about several specific opportunities and have lots of time over meals and activities to talk about all things real estate. To get the details, go to the website of realestateguysradio.com and click on events where you'll find the Paraguay Citrus and Greenhouse Plantation Tour. If you'll cover your flights, the Paraguay Ag Invest team will cover your hotel, tours, and meals. So join me in Panama and Paraguay, December 9th to 13th. Go to Real Estate Guys Radio under events. Profit from farming without getting your hands dirty. Join me on the Paraguay Citrus and Greenhouse Plantation Opportunity Tour, and I look forward to spending time with you and learning together. That's realestateguysradio.com under events. If you want to learn how you could potentially increase your net worth by over a million dollars and quit your job in just a few short years, listen closely for the next 60 seconds. This is Brad Sumrock, and over the past 16 years, I've helped thousands of people invest profitably in real estate, but not just any type of real estate. I specialize in helping people syndicate large apartment buildings so that they can be business owners and investors. In today's competitive environment, it's even more important than ever to leverage an experienced mentor, invest in your education, and have a team of advisors that has established relationships nationwide. And so many people right now seem to be struggling to find deals and then get them funded, but yet Sumrock students are thriving in today's marketplace. We've purchased nearly 7,000 units and nearly one half billion in purchase volume over the past 12 months. And with the new Trump tax laws, apartment investors are positioned now better than ever before to pay even less in taxes. To find out more, send an email to apartmentsnow at realestateguysradio.com and you'll get my recent presentation called Why Apartments Now? That's apartmentsnow at realestateguysradio.com. Hi, this is Bill Bonner. I'm author of Mormageddon, and I'm the publisher at Agora, where we publish more than 2.5 million readers around the world with the Real Estate Guys. Welcome back to the Real Estate Guys radio program. We're so glad you've tuned in today. Tell a friend about the Real Estate Guys. Hey, coming up the third weekend of January in Lake Las Vegas, Nevada, it's our annual goals retreat. We call it Create Your Future, a chance to get really clear on what you want out of life, how you're going to get there, the important changes you have to make, and the action plans necessary to take you there. It's something else. You can get all the details on our website at realestateguysradio.com under events. We're in New Orleans, Louisiana at the New Orleans Investment Conference. Before we get back to the great interviews today, it's time to play Real Estate Trivia, your chance to win a prize. If you know today's Real Estate Trivia question, which has something to do with one of our topics today, and as soon as you hear the question and know the answer, you'll want to get your best guess to us to trivia at realestateguysradio.com. Include your name, the answer to the question, and your mailing address, because if you're the winner, you're going to get an amazing book from our temporary co-host today, Peter Schiff. It's called The Real Crash, How to Save Yourself and Your Country from America's Coming Bankruptcy. Uplifting reading for sure, but great stuff in here. That book can be yours if you know today's real estate trivia question. Last week on the show, we had Chris Funk with us. He does a lot of investment property business and construction in Florida and Georgia. Here's our trivia question. How many companies headquartered in Metro Atlanta are among the 2019 Fortune 500? Well, the answer is a lot. 16. 16 companies have their headquarters in Metro Atlanta of the Fortune 500 for this year. They include Home Depot, Coca-Cola, and United Parcel Service. Plus, 26 companies headquartered in Metro Atlanta are in the Fortune 1000. 
Here's our real estate trivia question for this week. Where was the first recorded gold ever discovered in the U.S.? Yeah, the first time there was a record of someone actually finding gold in the U.S. Where in the U.S. did that happen? What part of the country? What patch of real estate, if you will? If you know or just want to take a guess, send your best guess to trivia at realestateguysradio.com. Trivia at realestateguysradio.com. Include your name, the answer to the question, your mailing address, because we're going to send you out this amazing hardcover book written by Peter Schiff, The Real Crash. That's today's real estate trivia question. Hang tight for more great interviews from the New Orleans Investment Conference. Hi, everyone. This is Jim Rickers, the author of The New Case for Gold, and you're listening to The Real Estate Guys. Welcome back to The Real Estate Guys radio program. We're in New Orleans this week at the 45th New Orleans Investment Conference, and you never know who you're going to run into. We're privileged to bring back to The Real Estate Guys show one of the top 20 living economists, Dr. Mark Skousen. How are you, Mark? Living economist. Living, that's a yes. Very, that's a very good point. And you mentioned the 45th. So I did. I missed the first one. And the second one, but I've been here ever since. So I'm the longest standing speaker at the New Orleans conference. You are. And over the years, you've done some pretty fun stuff from stage. Well, I was here the one year that you, uh, what was it, your social, not social security I card? I did burn my social security card. And that was my original. I still yeah. do know, I've lost my original because I burned it back in the mid-80s in protest of uh, the, how the system is rigged. And really is a bad investment when you look at, uh, I mean, I'm finally now on Social Security and it's over $3,000 a month, but it could be five, ten thousand $10,000 a month if it had been invested properly. Yeah, and that's really the key, right? For now 40 years, you've been writing your newsletter, Forecast and Strategy. That's right. And, and talk about that process, the whole idea of figuring out what's going on in the market and then sharing that with your readers. Well, and that's really changed over time because I started off when uh, the greatest president of the United States was elected in the 20th century, and that's Ronald Reagan, yep. RR. And that was a, a real paradigm shift because what happened was Prior to that time, gold and silver, uh, Swiss francs, foreign investments, real estate, these were the new popular ways, collectibles and so forth. Uh, alternative investing is what we called it. Yeah. But then Reagan came elected and go, uh, traditional stocks and bonds came back to life after being Mortimer for over a decade. And gold and silver went into the tank. Now, real estate has continued to be a really great investment. So uh, I, I'm a big believer in real estate. And as you know, I now own three homes. You do. And I, you just were telling us that you closed on a, a new house. I'm like, man, you've kept the old houses. You are becoming a real estate guy. So we have a home in Florida, New York, and now California. Yeah. And uh, we're, we're very excited about moving to California. Everyone else is leaving. So that leaves us really great opportunities. It <laughs> Plenty still of space has, now. still has fantastic weather. And we teach it, my wife and I teach at Chapman University five months out of the year, yep. and I teach economics, business, and finance, and I've had a few subscribers come in and sit in on my class, All right. and it's really been fun. In fact, I won, I received the My Favorite Professor Award this year, earlier this year, uh, at Chapman as an adjunct, as a presidential fellow, and they said that was the first time that's ever happened. So You know, having known you for nearly a decade, that does not surprise me. Well, You're I, a great teacher. And, and, you know, at this conference, you did an awesome talk, and, you know, everyone wants to know bull versus bear. You talked about the golden bear and, and the uh, bull, bull of the yeah. of Wall Street. Uh, so so share with us the highlights from that. Yeah, so uh, I, I listened in to the other speakers because I think it's valuable to find out what they're saying. 
And sure enough, almost every one of them thought that the market was either over, overvalued or headed for a crash at right. any time. But they've been saying this for year after year, and a lot of people have been sucked into it. And so I gave them a warning. I said, listen, who are you going to listen to? Are you going to listen to the people who have been wrong year after year, except maybe during the crash? But after the crash, for, eight, for 11 years, the market has been recovering. You missed a huge opportunity. So maybe you should start listening to people who have been accurately predicting that the market was going to be uh, all new highs, which it just hit today as we speak. Right after your talk. Right after. <laughs> as soon as I spoke, the market roared ahead. Well, this is a point because you also talked about, hey, we are going to have corrections. That is going to happen. But you talked about the length of some of these bull markets, and that was pretty illuminating. Yeah, there's this graph that shows the bull markets are lasting for longer periods of time, gradually moving up the hardly moved at all in the 30s. You had very short uh, spurts of growth. But now, heck, this is the longest running bull market in our history, 11 years. Uh, and a lot of people missed it. This is the most disrespected uh, stock, uh, bull market in history. People heavily in cash, corporations in cash, people afraid that the market is overvalued. And you saw this, you heard that here over and over again. So I was a contrarian in this crowd, uh, but I did tell them for the first time in eight years, I'm also in gold. So I have a position in stocks and gold, and I haven't been able to say that for eight years. I was going to say, I remember you came out 2011 or so and said, you know, it's probably time to get out of gold. And of course, after that, we saw gold take, take a dip, and, and you haven't been recommending gold until just beginning of this year, I think. You're right. December of last year, I recommended it. And our goal position is it is a conservative position. It's a dividend-paying, profit-making mining company, actually finances mining companies named Franco Nevada. Okay. And it's the only gold stock, the entire arena of gold stocks that has a long-term upward trend. Can you imagine that, that Barrick Gold and some of these famous uh, gold mines are cyclical. They go up and down, but no upward trend. This one has an upward trend. And we're up 35% this year, or almost 40% this year. So it's what been like a good is, call. Is you have a practical approach to the companies, regardless of kind of what the product is. I mean, that's important, but you approach the gold stock the same way you would other equities. And you have to take what the market gives you. Yeah. If you're out the market and the market is performing, like you say, you've, you missed out. At the same time, you want to be positioned so that if we were to see a turnaround, or I better, better to say when we see a turnaround, that you're able to weather it. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and I think the same same about real estate. You know, if you can have positive cash flow, that's like a dividend paying stock. That's right. So yep. that's what I look for. And it's harder and harder to get to as the prices go up and up. But rent, rental properties are going up in value too, right? Isn't, yep. Aren't rents rising? We are seeing rents rise. And uh, there are some markets that certainly the prices are of a concern. But in other markets, rents are strong. That's the difference is that it's so localized. Real estate's yeah, local. Absolutely. You know, having a house in three different states, right? You have three different atmospheres, three different taxing authorities, all that stuff. And that's part of diversification well, too. One of the things that surprised me, I mean, our real estate taxes in Florida and New York are fairly high, but they're half that level in California yeah. due to Prop 13. That's right. So there are some benefits to living in California. I like to point that out to people. It's not all <laughs> bad news. Of course, real estate guys started in California 22 years ago. Hey, before I let you get out of here, let's talk Freedom Fest. It's yeah. coming up again. Yeah. This is an amazing conference that Mark puts on every year. It's diverse. It's 
fun, it's thought-provoking, there are debates, and of course your wife Joanne now has been bringing the Anthem Film Festival as part of this, oh, which yeah. is great. Uh, tell us the lowdown on Freedom Fest for 2020. Yeah, so we have the biggest uh, early registration we've ever had before. We have nearly 500 people who have already signed up. The dates are July 13th through the 16th. It's always a hot conference in 2020, and we our topic is uh, Catch the Vision, uh, the 2020 vision, and our keynote speaker is the big factor why we'll probably, we may sell out. We may sell out with 3,000 people there. Wow. And that's because we have a man who's described by the New York Times as the most influential public intellectual in the Western world today. His wow. name is Dr. Jordan Peterson. And Dr. Peterson wrote a best-selling book called uh, 12 Rules for Life, and it has been a uh, manifesto for young people in particular to turn their lives around and, and learn uh, the sound principles of uh, what Benjamin Franklin said, uh, industry, thrift, and prudence. I'll tell you, I talk to young people all the time, and when I mention Jordan Peterson's names, their eyes lit up, and they say, he's changed my life, I can't wait to come. So we're gonna have to, limit the number of students who want to meet with uh, Dr. Jordan Peterson. But even for adults, it's going to be great to hear him about the new cultural revolution. But we're interested in particular with the 2020 vision idea of bringing together the best visionaries, the best forecasters, who have in the past had a really good, accurate uh, ability to predict the future. And there are some people in politics, in the markets, uh, in culture, and in science and technology, and we're, we're gathering those together. Uh, we have one professor who's, uh, for the last 30 years, uh, including Reagan, have, has accurately predicted every presidential election, wow. including Bush in 2000 and Trump in 2016. He's coming to Freedom Fest. We've already uh, lined him up. So we have some really great lineup there. We will have the real estate guys there, uh, lots of media coverage, and it's just a fun time in our Saturday night banquet, although this time it's Thursday night because Oddly oh, enough, dates, we're doing yeah. Monday through Thursday this time. We've yep. never done that before. Well, you got to come. It is the largest gathering of free minds, and it's an amazing conference. You also look at the details at realestateguysradio.com under events because the real estate guys always go. Mark, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks for uh, sharing with us today. Robert, thank you. Love it. There's Dr. Mark Skousen. More when we come back. You're tuned to the Real Estate Guys radio program. I'm your host, Robert Helms. Need help with your real estate investment portfolio? Check out the resources page at realestateguysradio.com. for more real estate investing ideas, here's two steps you can take today. First, go to realestateguysradio.com and sign up for our weekly newsletter. You'll get access to a continuous feed of thought-provoking commentary specifically for real estate investors while also focusing on broader picture economics. Then, once you're at our site, look for the Resources tab where you'll find our amazing collection of special reports. Browse dozens of white papers, webinars, and market reports and request the ones that appeal to you. What are you waiting for? Head to realestateguysradio.com to implement education for effective action. Do you have a self-directed IRA invested in a syndication? Guess what? It's a ticking time bomb. Why? Because IRAs get hit with UBIT taxes, even Roth IRAs. Hi, I'm Damian Lupo, and we fixed this problem for you forever. It gets even better because using the EQRP, you can literally get rid of taxes from all of your gains forever and protect your nest egg. The EQRP is the best vehicle to get it done. IRAs can't do it, not even Roth IRAs. You see, UBIT happens whenever any type of IRA invests in anything with debt. Don't worry, 
Even if your IRA is already invested in a deal, we can kill that tax. Our team at Total Control Financial is here to give you control of your retirement money and free you from that deadly IRA tax forever. Want to learn more about the EQRP? Send an email to eqrp at realestateguysradio.com. I'll email you my special report and send you a copy of the QRP book. Paying a 37% UBIT tax is stupid. First step to getting rid of that tax is to send an email to eqrp at realestateguysradio.com today. If you love real estate and have always wanted to own your own business, listen up. The Real Estate Guys and their panel of experts want to teach you how to go full-time fast in the real estate syndication business. These next few years may go down in history as one of the best times ever to acquire investment real estate. There are deals everywhere if you know where to look and how to assemble the resources. The Secrets of Successful Syndication Seminar will show you how to make big money doing big deals from a team of experts that have syndicated projects totaling more than $1 billion. Don't wait for someone to give you a raise or create a job for you. Attend the secrets of successful syndication and learn how to build a team, raise capital, find deals, and make full-time money in six months or less. Go to realestateguysradio.com and click on events. All the big players use syndication as a way to diversify risk, optimize profits, and earn big money. You can too. Go to realestateguysradio.com and click on events. Hi, I'm G. Edward Griffin, author of The Creature from Jekyll Island, a second look at the Federal Reserve. You're listening to The Real Estate Guys. Now welcome back to The Real Estate Guys radio program in New Orleans, Louisiana for the 45th New Orleans Investment Conference. We're going to wrap up the show with the promoter, producer, and the main head honcho of this event. Let's say hello to the editor of the Gold Newsletter, Brian London. How are you, man? I'm doing great, Robert. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being here, and thanks for having me on your show. Always great to have you on the show. We have learned so much this week, and it's always just amazing, the great speakers that you bring in, all the folks from the companies that educate us. You know, I, I want our listeners to understand that there's a takeaway that's happened this weekend. These are the people that really care about resources, oil, real estate, but mostly gold, silver, precious metals. Yeah. And the metals have hit a really interesting point. Talk, tell us about that. Well, it's very interesting. I think it's a really an opportunity for people. You know, you say they're interested in the metals. They are because of the, the big trends in the economy and geopolitics that are pushing for much higher gold prices. You know, right now we are in a confirmed gold and silver bull market. Technically, fundamentally, everything's pointing for, toward much higher prices. And it is because of the economic situation, the big mega trends of debt, government debt that make it absolutely necessary that interest rates are going to have to be very low, really negative real rates adjusted for inflation for the foreseeable future because we cannot have normalized interest rates. Of course, that has implications for real estate and really everything. So we have a real uh, a potpourri or panoply of people that are here at this conference learning about these economic trends and how they impact every investment sector. And of course, gold and silver are your primary ways that they can protect themselves from these kind of inevitable trends of monetary depreciation. Now, the other side of the business here, and a lot of folks who understand investing and holding metals may not understand the supply chain of that. So here you've got a lot of mining companies, yeah. folks that are in various stages of that. Talk about that side of the business. Well, if you think gold and silver prices are headed higher, or you, you think that there's enough economic instability in the world that you need to protect yourself with gold and silver, First things first, buy physical metals, buy that insurance for your wealth, 
keep it at hand store. That's always step one. But if you think these prices are going higher as I do, and it's a lot of people here do, then you want to leverage those moves. Get a little more oomph for that move. Maybe multiply the percentage gains in gold and silver. And the way to do that is through mining stocks. Even in that area, there's a wide spectrum of opportunities. You can have big producers, you can have smaller producers, you can have kind of the wildcat exploration and development companies. And we have really all of them in this hall, in this exhibit hall, but it's, it's one-stop shopping for talking to companies that are in the sector, looking management face-to-face, eye-to-eye, asking them the questions, and really uh, finding the best opportunities. And there are always tremendous opportunities that come out of this exhibit hall every year. Some of our favorite events to attend next year, it's gonna be in the middle of October. Yes, October 14th through 17th next year, uh, here in New Orleans, of course, and in the same hotel. But we'll welcome back a lot of the friends that we're seeing right now, a lot of new faces. And, uh, and it's the kind of thing that once you come, you get it, you know? It's hard to explain to people. It's kind of like uh, your cruise, you know? Once people do it, they fight to get back there the next year. Uh, they understand, they get the camaraderie, the fellowship, uh, the value of just socializing with very smart people. You know, one of the big takeaways for us is we've had this opportunity over the last several years to be here representing real estate and several of our friends and Real Estate Guys providers uh, have uh, come and the nose numbers keep increasing and it's kind of this cross-pollinization right. where you have folks that haven't thought about this but they come and they, they learn so much and the other way too, these gold bugs who have said, well, you guys keep showing up, maybe you ought to think about real estate. So, you know, your investments are varied and your portfolio is what it's going to be, but I would urge people just to learn about other investment classes. That's what I've done here and I've had a great uh, time learning and understanding and meeting the people. The face-to-face -face part that you hit on is is critical. You know, I, I was just saying uh, for your camera guy that my favorite thing about this event is it's not just like subscribing to a newsletter, which you right. should do, or listening to a podcast, which you should do or reading the company's prospectus, which is all important, but when you get to have that experience like you talked about, look them in the eye. A lot of right. the companies do short presentations, 20, 40 minutes where they explain, here's where we are, here's what's going on. That's invaluable. It really is. And, and you get to ask them not only the questions that, that you want to learn the answers for, you know, where your gaps in information may be, but you get to ask them the tough questions. Okay, you said this is what's going to happen. What's your plan B? Things never work out precisely the way they're supposed to. And so what's your fallback plan? If this doesn't work, what's the next thing you do? How are you going to protect my money? And, and you can really separate the, the wheat from the chaff in that kind of an environment face-to-face -face with these people. Love that. All right, we'll put it on your calendar for next year, October 14th to the 17th. Of course, you can see Brian Lennon before that at the 18th Annual Investors Summit at Sea coming up in June. And uh, Brian, we appreciate everything you've done this week. And I know you've been working hard. Your team's amazing. Thanks for having us here. Great to be with you, Robert. Great to have you with us. It's the 45th Annual New Orleans Investment Conference. We've had an amazing time. Thanks to all the speakers that joined us today. And all the Real Estate Guys listeners had an amazing sweet party with a whole bunch of Real Estate Guys listeners next week on the show. It'll be hard to top this one, but we'll have a good time. So until then, go out and make some equity happen. This episode of the Real Estate Guys Radio Show is brought to you by Paradigm Life. Powerful cash management strategies using life insurance. Learn more at BeYourBank.com. Mid-South Home Buyers. Low-cost, turnkey cash flow properties in Memphis, Tennessee. Corporate Direct. Asset protection strategies for real estate investors from attorney and rich dad advisor Garrett Sutton. 
Find these and other great companies under the Resources tab at realestateguysradio.com. To learn how you can expose your product or service to the Real Estate Guys audience, call 888-489-7723, extension 4. That's 888-489-7723, extension 4. Or use the feedback page at realestateguysradio.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week right here on the Real Estate Guys Radio Show.